Million Dollar Monday, by the way, Slee, last chance to go see, uh, to get some tickets to win a game to go to this season, the final game of the season against the San Francisco 49ers. So a good game. You're going to want to listen. You're going to yep. want to know. Emily, what is our, uh, our our trivia topics for today? It's uh, all-time leaders all-time in a lot leaders? of categories. There you go. So bone up on your Rams hockey. Uh, trivia. <laughs> yeah. In the, <laughs> the NHL. Vancouver Canucks, yep. all-time, all-time assist leaders and goals and, and, and saves. That's what we're doing. We had the most offsides. I did go to uh, the Ducks in the Calgary yeah, I saw Flames that. on yeah, Friday Yeah, you threw night. that up on uh, – It was great. Super on fun. On Twitter. Um, yeah, you threw – one picture was in there, and then you quickly deleted another picture. It looked like you were just hammered. I don't know where you were. <laughs> Some bar at 3 a.m. No, we – I so it was a good weekend. I had a Ducks game on Friday. Yep. I had the Rams game on Sunday. Saturday night, went out with my lovely bride, and we had a nice night out. Had a martini. Had a little grilled octopus appetizer. It was a pretty, it was a pretty good night out. It's not bad right there. Pretty good night. You sent a pretty good picture of this pretty impressive pepperoni pizza. Where's that from? Yeah, it's not bad either. That did not look like a, a box of like ready-made pizza. That looked custom. It was DiGiorno. No, it wasn't. That was that was um, something that somebody knew what they were doing. Off to, it was in is a restaurant in West Hollywood, small little spot. Probably had maybe literally, I'm not kidding, maybe 20 seats. Didn't have that much, but fantastic. I'll, I'll find out what the place is called and just fantastic. That looks it was a fantastic. Pepperoni pizza, no no joke. On Emily, that you made your first trip to the Rose Bowl. Yeah, Did so you do the swap meet. No, I uh, so I work for the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center, so right. which is right down the road, and so we had our Christmas party at the Rose Bowl. So it was really cool. I got a chance to see it. I took my friend with me, and her first thing said, why does it look so tiny? Well, <laughs> if you compare it to something like SoFi, it feels right. very, very and different. And there was like no people in the stands and everything, but it was really cool, and it, I had a great experience. I also got to win a In-N-Out gift card at our raffle, and so, that. you know, Congratulations. it was great. Good that. luck. No, the the Rose Bowl, for what it's worth, is my favorite place, sports venue in this city. That I've been to, I don't know how many it is, 35 different Rose Bowl games mm-hmm. on, on New Year's Day. I love it so much. And that they, they get, still get, even after all the bowl thing has kind of shifted a yep. million different times, it still gets that window in the middle of the day all right. to itself. As yeah. that sun goes down, that is, I'm sounding like a L.A. Chamber of Commerce person right now, yeah. Pasadena Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. But when that sun starts to go down over those mountains on New Year's Day, it's such a great day. Visit Pasadena.gov. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, uh, place is called Pizano. Look pretty good. Look pretty good. It's a good All name right there. So too. we're talking about the Lakers, and you took offense to our last caller saying it doesn't look like urgency, effort, defense. You're like, I don't like when I hear that. Why not? Um, it's not I don't like what he said. I just hate hearing that because there's some truth to it. There's some truth to knowing that this Lakers team doesn't play with this hunger, that this Lakers team doesn't play with a sense of urgency, that I think there are a lot of times where I do feel like they're disrespecting the regular season. That's the truth. You know, I, I'm, I'm not mad at the caller. I'm not mad at the caller for pointing it out. I'm mad at watching this Lakers product. Agree? Of course I agree. Yeah. No question about it. Listen, coming into this season, Trav, there's a lot of hype behind the Lakers. I remember saying this in the preseason, Okay. I know it's preseason basketball, but what I was trying, the point I was trying to get across was people are excited to see Russ and LeBron and AD and Carmelo's on the team, Dwight Howard. We did media day. We were like, what the hell's going on here? This is kind of surreal. Mm -hmm. So I I set it up that way because the only, you know, the worst thing that you could have happen is you create these expectations and then it's just disappointment and disappointment and disappointment. And if part of that has to do with, you just don't feel like the squad really values the regular season, at least 24 games in. 
I, I know what you're saying. What you're saying is, well, I don't know if, how good of a team that they are. I get that. Yeah. But come on. We're playing against teams on a night-in, night-out basis that they believe they can beat the Lakers. Yeah. You've given them hope to believe that you could – you've given them, if you're down 10, 12, 15 points, hey, you know, we've seen the Lakers this year. We can come back against them. If some of that is not energy and effort, and you, the point that the caller was trying to make was defensively he thinks things could get fixed if there's more effort out there, there's more urgency. I'm like, well, what the hell are we doing here? Yeah, it, the You're alarm, not asking that question with some of these other the teams out there. The should have gone off by now. That That's the part, too. And to, to your point, I think, I think all these things come together. I think all of us are saying the same things. We're just coming at it from a different point on the compass. That it, it, Why is this team underachieving? But the fact of the matter is, it is. And it is for all of the reasons that we're saying. It's because the mix doesn't not one look thing. great. It's not one thing. It's not just the coast. It's not just uh, they don't have enough depth. It's not just execution at it's the end of games. It's all of it, mm -hmm. which means when you have a bunch of problems, it's not, hey, we got to fix this. It's we don't have the right guys. We don't have the right coach. We don't have a good team. You can put all of this in one big bucket, and it's all true. Because this team does not look like they're a tweak away, that they're a week away from all of these things clicking in together. It's been 24 games of mediocre basketball. That means they're a mediocre team. And with all that being said, you know, I still sit here today. We proposed this question a little while ago. Do you still think Lakers can compete for a championship? Do you still think that when the dust settles that they'll get there with the team constructed? Beating LeBron James and Anthony Davis four not times easy. in a seven-game series is not easy. But – you know, we'd be crazy not to think that this team's got a incredibly long way to go. And it's funny because I agree with what you said. Beating those two guys in a seven-game series is not easy because in my mind, I'm thinking of Anthony Davis and LeBron James from the 2020 season where they were just – Why wouldn't you? They've won a chip together. They, they have, but mm -hmm. we've seen it this year, and it doesn't look great. It, mm -hmm. it's, it's like why do we keep thinking it's the other thing instead of this thing? Because – LeBron is LeBron. It's a good reason. I, I'm, I'm here for that. If that's what it is, I'll listen to it. But at some point, what you're showing me every night is what you are. I think we give them, you know, in that case, I think we give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because they are proven winners where if it was another team that got off to a really good start, you're like, well, show me something in the playoffs the before we – Cardinals. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's that's the actually opposite a good example. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Let's go back to the phones on the Dr. Pepper calling line. Let's go down to Long Beach and Johnny. Johnny, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Um, yeah, no, completely agree with you. Well, first of all, thanks for bringing LA Radio earlier in the day. Um, Travis Lee, you guys are awesome. And then I also wanted to mention, I got choked up a little bit earlier. I saw that they're bringing down Staples Center signs. <laughs> and oh, man, the house that Kobe built. But, yeah, I think it, the onus is on LeBron, and I'm concerned because I feel like he doesn't have that Kobe gene, and he needs to get it because it's not like D'Angelo Russell and Julius Randle. Like, there's a chance to bring the dog out of Anthony Davis, and LeBron's just got to, you know, get into practice and just yell at these guys and say, you guys are soft like Charm. You know, it's funny, and Johnny, appreciate you calling in. Um Chav, you know you say, well, you play 24 games. This is probably the team that you're getting right now, and mm – -hmm. This is who they are to this moment. LeBron's style is just different. You know, so if you want LeBron to lead like Kobe led, you're not going to get that. No, no. And, and vice versa. You know, back in the days, if you'd look at Kobe and say, well, why isn't Kobe nicer to some of these players? Because that's not Kobe. That, that's not – LeBron has been so successful the way he's been successful, and that's been his style, and that style has worked. So LeBron's not going to change tomorrow. I think no. I think the, the Anthony Davis – 
LeBron James marriage that started a couple years ago, they probably have very similar personalities. Kobe brought something out of Pau Gasol that maybe Pau didn't even know that he had until he started playing with Kobe. You can't ask somebody to change who they are. That's who LeBron is. Yeah, I I, I agree with the first part, not the second part. I, I agree with the part that LeBron's management style, for lack of a better word, his leadership style, it is what it is. He's not going to all of a sudden turn into Kobe Bryant and become that He's also sort been of very successful this way. Exactly right. right. And when you say that LeBron and AD have a similar temperament, I don't agree with that. LeBron is very, very comfortable being the dude. Very, I mean, from the moment he stepped in this league as a high school graduate, he was comfortable with every eye mm -hmm. in the building, every question mm -hmm. coming his way. He's owned it and owned it at a level that's almost even impossible to comprehend 20 years later. He hasn't really missed a step. It's just been an extraordinary run of being the center of attention for nearly 20 years and acing the test almost every single time. So I don't think that. And what he also said, I think it was Johnny, he said, well, it's in there. Johnny, look, I, I hope you're right. Anthony Davis has been in the league 10 years. Okay? Let me let me say that again. He's been in the league 10 years. What's the it, conversation? Is the conversation that is he that he's just going to come alpha, out and alpha? be an ass kicker one day? That yeah. he's just going to come out and do what we've been talking about? That Anthony Davis is two things. He is one of the best players in the league when mm -hmm. he is playing at his best, mm -hmm. and he doesn't play at his best nearly often enough to be one of the best players in the league. Both of those Good things to can it. be true at the yep. same time. He just isn't up there often enough. He goes up occasionally, and it's like, well, damn, look at that. Mm -hmm. And we all say, okay, do that every day. That's what makes Kobe and Shaq and 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 LeBron, KD, and Tiger Woods, Steph and Curry, KD and Giannis, Steph and Giannis. Those are the, the reason those guys are so rare mm -hmm. is because that's so hard to do to not just be consistent in your performance, but to be consistently excellent in your performance just about every single night it's virtually impossible that's why those guys are those guys so one of the things that ad has been benefited from right is because he's playing with braun so he's not sure. in new orleans it's not all on his shoulders and you know obviously this season i, th I think we could continue to uh, see how this season eventually plays out but it's just been so disappointing to see this team and i think you know a lot of laker fans that share their opinion on here everybody feels the same way there was such high hopes and expectations sure. that doesn't mean that they can't turn it around tomorrow but damn how many times we have to keep saying that and i think there is kind of a foundational piece here who are you going to be by the time you're 41 games in so far for the lakers through 24 games i can tell you the only thing that i know that's consistently going to happen with the lakers is that they're inconsistent i can't tell you anything else all right call right now for your last chance to win a million bucks in tickets to see the rams and the 49ers that's coming up on january 9th it's your million dollar monday here's your number 877-710-ESPN 877-710-3776. Know your Rams trivia. You got a chance to win Niners and Rams tickets and your chance to win a million bucks. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. I'm really glad that uh, little stager was there because you said to me during the break, Yo, I love when Morales does his it's Matthew good. Stafford voice. It's very good. I, I like it too, but yeah. I'm like, it's the same voice I do for Messi. You're like, no, Completely it's totally different. different. Completely how, different. How so? His is classier. <laughs> Yeah, is that the There's a class level to it. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like yours is, um, I don't know, you just got to get back to the drawing board and just kind of no, rethink it's, how it's, you want to do it. I oh. feel like when Morales does it, I think some people get motivated. I think it's <laughs> a great way to start your Monday. And again, I'm going to go back to it. It's classy. Uh -huh. 
All of my voices are A pluses, but that one might be an A triple plus. <laughs> They're all pretty fantastic. All right, it is Million Dollar Monday. Let's do this. Which is your last chance to do two things. Yep. Win tickets to see the Rams at SoFi Stadium. Yep. And you have an opportunity to win a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, but the, the, the score Rams Niners of game. the Super Bowl. You got to yeah. know a little Rams trivia to get this done. Uh, here we go. So where do you want to go first, Al? All right, let's start off with, let's go to Alex in L.A. Alex, appreciate you calling in. Alex, what's your last name? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, Alex. What's uh, what's your last name, buddy? Hernandez. All right, Alex Hernandez. You want to go first question? All right, so here's your first question of the day, Alex Hernandez. Who has the most career receiving yards on the Rams? On the Rams roster right now? No, in history. In general? Yes. Yep. Uh, I would say, damn, I would say Isaac Bruce. There you go. One for one. He got it done. I Alex, heard typing there, too. Yeah, well, Alex, no, you, Alex, I swear I did, did not you know type it, it did, in. You, did you know it? Okay, look, we're going to give you the benefit of the doubt, okay? So, Alex, um, you got the first part of this right. Now, you get tickets to go see the Rams. Niners. First, the 49ers on January 9th. So, you already won. All right. Now it's the second part of it. You need an AFC team and an NFC team. You need to give us the total score of the Super Bowl. Who do you have for your chance to win a million bucks? I'm going with the Chiefs. Oh, Chiefs are back. And Niners with the Niner with the Niners winning 27 to 23. That had nothing to do with your passion for the Niners. I'm going to assume <laughs> that that it, it, do you really think the Niners are you a fan of the Niners or do you just think they're going to I'm, I'm a here. fan of the Niners, and I believe, bro. <laughs> well, there you go. All right, so one more time. You said 29-23. The Rams, no, 27-23. 27-23. The Niners beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Congratulations, Alex Hernandez from Los Angeles. You get to uh, you get to go see your Niners, so that's a pretty good win for Alex right there. Thanks, Alex. Stay on the line, and uh, Emily's going to hook you up. By the way, I, I respect Alex, what he said. Yeah. I'm not letting my fandom determine whether I'm not I got a chance at a million dollars or not. Yeah, I, I I get it. He's a Niner fan. Fine. He doesn't believe in million dollars. Believes I, in the Niners. Yeah, I think. But how, I think but I'm going to play cool. the odds. I just give me Tom Brady. I don't know. Okay, but just how? Take shot in the how dark. random? How random? We take you know all these calls. We happen to pick that one. He's a Niner fan. Yeah, and we're giving away Niner Rams tickets. Pretty good damn. Pretty damn good setup. This is this is actually kind of interesting. Yeah. So the Lakers and the Niners are kind of in a similar spot. They're both about five hundred. They've both had moments where you say, okay, that looks a little better, but more often than not, it's kind of all over the map. Yeah. You get a phone call. You mm -hmm. need to pick the NBA championship, the the NBA finals, the two teams. You're a huge Laker fan. One of the biggest I know. You picking the Lakers if there's a million. But here, bucks here's on the, the line. here's the difference with the Laker one. That was not unrealistic before the season but started. But no, I'm asking you today. They still have LeBron and Anthony Davis. I'm asking you today. His is very dollars, random. Are you picking the Lakers? So I got to pick a team from the East and the West yeah. right now. Yeah. Palenka, make you're, some moves. You're, you're I'm going thinking Lakers. Way too long about I'm going this. Lakers. Palenka, do your thing. All right, I got two, faith. Two times February today. trade deadline. This is, this um, is we can make this happen. By I'm the way, THT, you got to improve. <laughs> Coach, let's get these rotations going. Uh, uh, we we got a lot a lot of work to this do. Is two strikes for you today. Let's not have a third. You already told me you showed up for in the second quarter for a football game, and now you're just being a really Listen, egregious homer. I'm gonna this go is back. Hard to stomach. I'm gonna go back the other way. You highlighted one Stafford play as if See, it was the greatest play in the history of football. No, no, no. Yes, you did. I, no, here's what I want to do. Emily, you said you want Emily, you go want get the, go get his, exactly what I said. Pull it up. You because said that's you want not what I said. 
at all. You want Stafford that throw to do, be do a Lakers statue in front this of SoFi. Much to you that you cannot say that they're not going to play in the finals, despite uh, the fact that they're wait a twelve and twelve. Wait, 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 wait. So you're answering a the million question. Million dollars on the line. You're, you, you answer guess, the question. Yeah. You answer this question yeah. uh, earlier in the show. Uh-huh. So you think there's zero chance the Lakers are going to go, make not it to the finals? Not zero chance. But if you're telling me I got a million dollars to pick the two thing, two teams in the finals, I'm not picking the Lakers. Who are you picking? The, the right now, I'd pick the Warriors okay. out of the West. How about a million dollars? Uh, I'd go Milwaukee again. Yeah, I, I'm playing those the odds. It's picks. a million yeah, dollars. <laughs> the, the Lakers. Come on, Al. I get that you like them, but you got to. That's it's not even just liking them. It's still thinking like I genuinely still think you they think could turn the, things around. Because basically, what we're talking, I about think they is could turn things your around. Your favorite to go to the NBA Finals right now is the Lakers. Well, luckily, we don't play 24 games. <laughs> Luckily, I, we don't I, play I do, 24 games. I do respect you digging in your heels on something that patently ridiculous. Blake, I need you, man. <laughs> I do, Help I us do out like here. This. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear more. You thought Rams driven. were going to win six Super Bowls in a row three weeks ago. <sighs> they, they look. It, Jacksonville <laughs> is so bad. Yeah. They are so bad. But I, I, I'm going to channel you here for a little bit. It was just nice at the end of the day to go, <sighs> yeah. Okay, that feels a lot better. Just just the palate cleanser, right? It's like you've eaten a bunch of things that are terrible. I just need to start over again. I'll take it. Lakers beat the Kings a couple, you know, three, four nights ago, and they had that 67-33, and I was like, oh, this is it. Oh, no, everything's going to change now. And the, then they lost to the, the Clippers. The Kings are the 92 Bulls compared to the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> that was the so— The 92 I, Bulls. I can't imagine. Have you ever rooted for a team that was terrible? Not just like you, you're a Charger fan for a long time until yeah. they broke your heart, but the Chargers had some bad seasons, but mm-hmm. it wasn't this. We've never, there's this is never going to turn around. Imagine being a fan of Jacksonville. Well, I'm from Houston, San Diego, Texas. California. There's been plenty of those moments. Give me, give me one. The Padres have been awful for a long yeah, time. The Padres have been pretty bad. And the Chargers, right, and, the, and the Chargers, when they're bad, they're bad too, you know, back in the days. They haven't been like that, have they? I mean, I, I can't remember every Charger. Have the Chargers had one and two win seasons? I thought they, I think they have. I think they have. I don't remember. Two, I'm trying two, to think the two year. wins. It's, season's four and a half months long. You win twice? Bro, you were going to end up hard. With, you were going to end up with Peyton Manning or Ryan Leaf. Oh. Okay. But you yeah. drafted Eli Manning, and he's like, nah, I'm Yeah, but good. did you get LT out of that deal? You got LT and that's, Breeze. That's pretty good. And Breeze. Yeah, that's right. And then that, Breeze was. That's not so bad. No, that's not too bad. That turned out all right. Let's try one more quick one. Let's go to Newport Beach and Byron. Byron, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Great show. Love the program. Shout out to uh, one of the greatest, Michael Thompson. Love the guy to death. Played golf with you guys over there at the uh, Black Gold uh, ESPN tournament. What a great day that was. Um, But, uh, you know, like you guys say all along, it all starts from the top. It's tough to coach LeBron James. It's tough to coach Anthony Davis. But Frank Vogel at times, to me, seems – a bit confused. One one game, it's one guy's in, and the next game he's out for three or four games, and then back and forth. Dwight Howard was was is now the guy, and DJ's on the bench, and it just you know he he, he took it out on Montrez Harrell last year. Montrez Harrell comes to play every day, every night. He gives you a hundred percent. Whether he's good on the defensive end or not, he gives you a hundred and ten percent every night. He sat him down through the playoffs. The guy's just hard to understand um, 
I hope they can turn it around. I love the Lakers. But my favorite Laker team, when you talk about bad teams, was the year that Orlando Woolridge and uh, Eldon Campbell were there, and they almost made it into the second round of the playoffs. That was exciting Laker basketball. Not a good team. They had a lot of heart. Appreciate you calling in. Thank you, Brian. By the way, it seems to be a theme for a couple of these where um, this team is – they're not selling the fan base on, oh, we're going to give it everything we got every single night. No. I'm just being no. honest. No, I mean, that, well, that, that look, has not been – It's hard to argue otherwise, and right? Then, and then when you're talking about Coach Vogel right there about – you know, some of his... Blaming Montrez Harrell, is that what happened? No, I, th- I think what he said, Montrez is having a great season with the Wizards, and... Um, Congratulations. He didn't play him all that much or in critical situations or whatever the case is. But look, I, I don't think anybody has a free pass in any of this. That, if if they're exactly sitting... Right. Trav, if they're sitting at 500 and we're, we're 24 games in, so they got 17 games to go until you get to the halfway point, it's not like there's a free pass anywhere. No. Anywhere, Everybody, anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's the point. I, I, the only free pass if, if we're if doing that is LeBron. What, it, not even LeBron because LeBron's kind of waxed and waned a little bit too, and he's had some health problems. He missed some time, but LeBron hasn't been spectacular every single night. The only guy that I'm going to give a pass to in one very narrow category is Russell Westbrook and his effort. Russell Westbrook's effort does not wane. Mm-hmm. He, his his effort is a ten out of ten. Every single night. The, the rest of the guys kind of come and go. And, and I think that's just one of many, many problems that they've had on the squad. All right, uh, real quick, I want to go back to football today. Stat hero of the day is the Rams. Um, it was the Rams' first 30-plus 30 uh, plus point win mm-hmm. since uh, 2018. So stat hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy, Daily Fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sleeva Show. You had mentioned this last week. Um, not only win, win in style. The Rams obviously did it. We'll see if it means anything a week from today. They play Arizona. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book. Uh, make sure, as always, you go to stathero.com slash 710 ESPN. Did it mean anything? That is a very good question. That's next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. You should get an intern or something. You should have him work here Saturday and Sunday Laker games. Just put an ad in like a student newspapers across Southern Cal. Like, are you interested in in broadcasting? If so, contact Alan Sliwa. Saturday and Sunday opportunities abound. Yeah, I'll think about it. <laughs> right now, I don't want to think that far ahead. I want to, you know, I'm off the rest of the Laker season on weekends. <laughs> well, I don't even think do I could it. do it. <laughs> do, you, do you ever do you ever do this where you get so used to, especially your schedule as well? So you get so used to working, mm-hmm. like I'm. What did I have? They played Tuesday against – what Lakers play on Tuesday? Clippers, right? Sacramento. No, Sacramento. Sacramento. Sacramento, okay. They yeah. played Tuesday, and they didn't have another game till Friday. So, remember you and I were talking like Wednesday and Thursday. Hey, you have no Laker games. Wednesday, I'm like, oh, it's the greatest. Thursday, I'm like, so what do we do? Like, what <laughs> happens here? You know, you just get so used to the schedule. So, Lakers obviously coming back um, to play another game tomorrow. But you, you kind of get used to it. Summer was really weird. Remember summer when everything just stopped, Lakers season ended, now you had all your evenings? You're like, what the hell do I do now? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it takes a second to get it, used to it. it. Takes, it's far easier to get used to not working than it is to working that endless schedule that just keeps turning over and but, over but and over But you again. almost – that the grind of the schedule just becomes Familiar. like your body just – gets accustomed to it. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. So 
Alabama is into the college football playoff. I'm so because, happy for them. It's, it's nice such an see, underdog. You know what I mean? Nice to see the such an underdog upstart. story. Yeah, them in Cincinnati just peas in a pod. Uh, that thing's going to be okay, very that, ugly. That's one in four, right? Yeah, they're going to lose by how much did Oklahoma City lose by? Uh, Seventy three. Yeah, seventy three. I got eighty in this one. <laughs> um, the, the other game is good. That. that yeah, it is. It's still better. Georgia. It's, I, I want to say Georgia. I saw the thing is an eight and a half point favorite. Which when you get into those those tight matchups like that, we shouldn't have. I think I saw that Alabama's a fourteen and a half point favorite. The other one eight and a half. Can we have a semifinal where it's not a two and a half? Or not two and a half. A two plus touchdown. Yeah, take all favorite? the SEC teams out. I guess right. Okay, there was a conspiracy theory floating around that I don't want to say Georgia laid down, but not that that they kind of knew that they were going win lose or whatever that they were going into the Final Four because okay. they hadn't lost a game that the SEC wanted two schools in there. So hey, let's just you know just go out there and make sure that we both because if Alabama lost, they weren't going to go. Yeah, they were no, they had to win to, else to in get there. in. They needed to win that game. You it worked. Any of that? If uh, if that was a theory, it worked. Listen, um, you know I I, just- I I don't think so, and I'll tell you why. It's very very simple. Uh, if you could avoid playing Alabama, Damn you right. avoid playing that, that's Alabama. That's why that theory is so. So stupid. now, so now, all of a sudden, you have to play Michigan and Alabama, where you demolish teams all season long. That doesn't sound like a good. Put it this: way. if you're gonna come up with a conspiracy theory, can you come up with one that's and a little bit more I, believable? When I heard that, I'm like, why would anybody allow Alabama into the Final Four? I'm so happy for that underdog program. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know, let's get Alabama in here. It's good for the conference. Yeah, but I can't beat that guy. Why would, why would I want to let him in? This sounds like a terrible plan. Saban, what an underdog story. He's the GOAT, right? And there's no – I mean, I guess you could go back Newt Rockney and Bear Bryant and things, but, I mean – In on. my lifetime, I don't know of another. I mean, why, do I, why am I cheering on Saturday for Georgia – as in, I'm born and raised in the state, and all I want to see is Alabama lose. It's because they're that freaking successful. It's the same reason why people wanted to see Phil Jackson lose, or the Lakers lose, or the Yankees lose, or the Patriots lose. There's a reason for it. There, there is. There, there, but some every once in a while, and, and I think Alabama's not this for me because I'd like I, I root against them too. I, I do, but like for instance, Tiger Woods when he was at the love Cincinnati the peak of his powers, mm-hmm. I rooted for him to win every time. It's true. Every time I want, not only did I want to see Tiger win, I wanted to see him smash everybody else on that golf course. I don't want to watch Alabama house Cincinnati. That doesn't interest me at all. I was probably in the mid nineties. I became the biggest John Stockton fan. I wanted to see Jordan lose. I wanted to see, it's kind of interesting. What players, Jordan was another one. What players you want to see win win and what players want to see. Hey, when LeBron went to Miami, I was ready. Uh, yeah. Do I get a Dirk jersey or Jason Terry I, jersey? I was with you on that one. But unless they were playing the Lakers, mm-hmm. I rooted for Michael Jordan. I'm not a Bulls fan, but I was just watching Jordan do what he does. I wasn't rooting for the Jazz and the Suns. Rooted against I, Brady with the Patriots. Yeah. he's. I, it's weird how it works out. Like, sometimes you root what for the, 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 the yeah, what's Goliath the, and something. I don't know. It's just kind of a, a gut thing along the way. Because I did. I rooted for Jordan. I rooted for Tiger. Rooted against Brady. Rooted against the Yankees. Rooted yep. against Alabama. Mm-hmm. Aggressively rooted against Duke when they were. Was there anything more fun than rooting against Bobby Hurley and Christian Leitner and Grant Hill? No. Nothing. Nothing. It, it was just, it was the pinnacle of sports fans. But even to this day, you know, when it's a Duke or a Kentucky, you go against. I mean, for me. I usually go against Yeah, them. college basketball. Yeah. I think it's because a lot of it has to do with the coach along the way. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Okay, speaking of whack uh, college football rumors, yep. here's one. Mm-hmm. Mario Cristobal out at Oregon. He's going back to By the way, Miami. I think that's kind of big news. Yeah. I mean, Oregon's a really good job. Well, it, just, just think about when I say it's big news, within a week, 
the Pac-12. Oh, sure. Everything just shifted. Right. And it's all shifting towards USC. You went out and got arguably the best coach who was not available. You just went out and basically made him Purchased available, him. Yeah. right? You went out and got him. And the the class of the Pac-12 over there. I know you're going to say, well, they lost to Utah. They didn't even win the um, they didn't even win the conference. I get all that, but the class of the Pac-12 has been Oregon. No question. Oregon overnight within one week, you went from USC being the laughing stock in the Pac-12. What are they going to do? How the hell are they going to figure this thing out? To going to get Lincoln Riley, Chris Wall, like you mentioned, is gone. So the one other school that was really kind of the big boy in the Pac-12, Trav, like that, everything changed. It- it yeah I, I I agree with that but o- Oregon is not gonna come apart They're, they've got Phil Knight's money they've got a brand that or Oregon is not USC but they have a brand they have an identity of what they are right they they have established something over the last 10 15 years or so where there are a legitimate college football program they get very good players yep. they they get guys that are are highly recruited by other programs that end up at Oregon and that's not going to end assuming they get the right coach but you're right the, can they the, take a pause for a second like it doesn't even have to be sure it, it depends on who they get and we'll see um one of the rumors is you know talking about conspiracy theories mm-hmm. is what about Chip Kelly coming back to Oregon now he's obviously at UCLA UCLA had a Decent year, not yep. great, not not terrible, but decent year. Here, here's the thought on Chip Kelly, really quick. Chip Kelly, when he was the head coach at Oregon, took them to a national championship game, got beat by Auburn, but put that program kind of. Mike Bellotti had them at a place, and Chip Kelly took them to the next place. Okay, it was new, it was different. We're going to play with incredible amount of pace, and I'm not talking like running speed. I'm talking how quickly we run plays. We just play, yep. play, yep. play, play, and they played with great speed. Mm-hmm. They were very innovative. And it worked remarkably well. He left. He went to the NFL. It didn't work nearly as well. He came back to college at UCLA. It has college football caught up to that. He hasn't figured out his second punch yet. The 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 Chip Kelly offensive genius train is stuck in the station. That they're they're going to have to go in a different direction. That that's not the right thing for them to do. So the only thing I think of. So if you're Chip Kelly, you're obviously in the Pac-12 South. SC is going to start dominating before you know it. That's going to happen. That's just doesn't that just feel like it's inevitable? That's just a matter of time that it's going to start happening. Um, they went eight and four this year. Mm-hmm. It's a good record for it's, UCLA. It's, it's a good season. It's a good record for UCLA. I, I don't know if maybe for Chip Kelly and I agree with you. I, I don't know if Oregon's going to go back there. I think they may think, wait a minute, let's go get something new, fresh that we feel is going to be the future of this program for the next five years or something along those lines. I don't know if Chip Kelly kind of looks at the situation and says, well, if I go to the Pac-12 North, now I'm out of the way of SC. I don't know if that plays into it or not. but Well, we talked about this when when Riley came to SC, and we just kind of you go down the checklist of all the things that you want a program to have. SC checks, they literally check every single box. Mm-hmm. Oregon checks almost every box. So they're going to get a good – the only the only box that Oregon doesn't have is players in its own backyard. Oregon doesn't have a lot of people, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're, there's Portland – and there's Eugene, and that's kind of yeah, it, yeah. right? That it's it's not a terribly populous state, so you got to come into LA. Yep. You got to go into Texas. You got to go into Arizona. You got to go up to Seattle. You got to recruit the entire region as opposed to just recruiting your backyard. That's hard to do, especially when one of the regions where you've had so- Oregon has a Kayvon Thibodeau, who might be the first pick in the draft, hmm. who was the number one recruit in the country. He went. He was from the Valley. He, he you know from uh, Oaks Christian. Okay, he's up at Oregon. That guy ain't going to Oregon next time. That that the next Kayvon Thibodeau, he's going to be a Trojan. Hmm. So that's that's the part that they don't have. But the other, they got money, they got facilities, they got a rabid fan base. And, and I, I don't, town. I don't question any of that. But if I'd have told you two weeks ago, this is before they lost, 
When did they lose to Utah? Two weeks ago. Okay, that's the first time they lost to mm-hmm. Utah. Just think about this. A couple weeks ago, the conversation was, hey, if Oregon can run this thing through, they got a chance of playing in that college football championship. They got a chance of being in that tourney. USC is nowhere to be talked about, conversation, disappointing. What the hell are they doing? Within two weeks, they lose twice to Utah, out of the conversation for a college football championship. Their head coach is gone, and Lincoln Riley's at USC. That's a lot that happened in two and a half weeks. So I was here. I want to make sure I get this right. Yeah, USC is four and eight this year. That I was I was looking at something last night, um, reading a USC blog, and the people that were running this blog said that this is the worst USC team since 1957. Wow. Okay, so I I do think that we do need to take at least a half a moment because if this is the worst team in 50 years or thereabouts. I guess it's closer to 60. That's good for Lincoln Riley. You're going to need a little time. You're going to need a little time to restock that cover. You can restock it faster than you can at Utah or Oregon or UCLA, but you can't go from nothing to gourmet food in a season. So I I think – I don't know if I completely believe that. I'm not telling you they're going to go compete for a college football championship, but I don't think it's hard-pressed to see SC next season, oh, hey, they're ranked top 20. You know, something like that. Yeah, where I think you don't, that's a good. I think that would be a, a good goal. You're not. You're not saying that they're competing with Georgia and Alabama, right. not but yet. but all of a sudden you're back into the mix. You're in the conversation. You're relevant again. I don't think that's that far away. I really, really don't. Two, two seasons. Get, give him two recruiting cycles to get guys going because this isn't the old. Well, you got to get. You know, you got to have your freshmen become your seniors. No, you don't. Not anymore. Not the way it works right now. Kid that's going to win the Heisman Trophy from Alabama. Yeah. Their quarterback. He's from here. Kid that's a quarterback in uh, Oklahoma, he's from here. How quick? The kid from uh, yep. Clemson, he's from here. Just keep how, them. How Ohio State, he's from here. How quick keep did my them uh, here. my tune change on USC a couple yeah. weeks ago? We were just make fun of like, the fight song and everything. Now I'm like, well, Four you know, eight. I just I think uh, you know I'm looking forward to being there. And Four and eight at Four USC. And eight. But, but when I said how great is that for Lincoln Riley? Yeah, bro, that's what you want. Give me the give me the worst. How bad has it been? It's been? Has it been this bad in 50 years? Now I'll take over. I'll take it. Sounds yeah. good. And, and I'll, I'm and not taking over for what Pete Carroll just did. Buy my I'm not the houses, next coach after Phil Jackson. Send me the jet. Buy me the $6 million house here. By the way, Lincoln, I think you dropped the ball. You're going to need to ask for the Malibu Beach House, too. Just And I need access to a Malibu Beach House whenever I feel like it. That just seems like the hey, – if they're giving Get away Get a jets, better agent. That's <laughs> all we're saying. If you're giving away jets, I'm going to keep asking for things until you say no. How about a Tahoe place for the winter? Uh, I, I, you know what I like? I like the desert. How about something out in La Quinta? Something nice overlooking uh, a golf course somewhere. Just keep asking. What, what can they do? Yes, yes, yes. You know, Oklahoma's a pretty good job. Thinking about staying. Membership at 24-Hour Fitness. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would you? We have a great facility. Gas card here. once a week, 50 bucks. They're going to need that gas card along the way. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, well, Travis, it seems like he's just taken off the rest of the day, so he's out. Um, I think his contract has him working just till 1247, and then he calls it a day. But uh, thank you for being a part of us, Trav. We are at the dump well, portion you, of the show. you said you weren't going to work weekends, and I've decided I'm only working uh, 11 of our 12 segments Got of it. the show. Got it. <laughs> See, it seems like a fair way to do it. Um, Damian Lillard wants Ben Simmons, according to one report. Well, sure. Why wouldn't he? I mean, that just seems like something that makes some sense. Okay. Ben, ben Simmons is going to be on somebody's team at some point. This is Sham Sharania, Sam Amick of The Athletic. Multiple sources have told The Athletic that Lillard would like to play Philadelphia 76ers three-time All-Star. Ben Simmons. Um, okay. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Every time Michael and I do top 
NBA stories during the Lakers pregame show, and a lot of time Portland comes up because okay. it's the conversation that just came out on Neil O'Shea, or it's um, Damian Lillard, is he going to stay there long term, or it's a conversation about Ben Simmons. Um, I think you got to reset this whole thing. You got to reset this whole thing if you're the Portland Trailblazers. So. I think so. Isn't it time? Yeah. Because you just keep doing the same thing. What are they going to do it, at best this year? What What's going to happen? They're going to lose in the first round. It, look, what, what's that? What's the phrase? The definition of insanity is doing, doing the, the same, same thing, thing over and again, expecting, expecting a, a different, different result. result. They've yeah. been doing do the that same every morning thing for a long, mm-hmm. long time, and it doesn't. I don't want to say it doesn't work because they're they're a good team. But it's, if the goal is to win a championship. That team's not winning a championship as currently constructed. So I don't know if Ben Simmons is the missing piece, but I do subscribe to the idea of sometimes you just need to try something different. If you know that your ceiling is short of where you want to yeah. be, try and could it be worse? Yeah. yeah. But could it be better? Yeah. Can I tell you something? If they could go get Ben Simmons for C.J. McCollum and some other stuff or whatever it is, whatever that trade looks like, go do it. And they know you should do after that. Probably look to see what you could get for Dame Lillard. You said this a you couple of times. You should reset the whole thing. Yeah, I, I agree. J- just hit the reset button and you start ben over. Ben Simmons, start over. Well, th- you said it at the very beginning of this thing. This The Ben Simmons saga is such a cluster you-know-what mm-hmm. on both sides. Bo- both sides could not have executed this any worse than mm-hmm. they have. That a guy that is a talented guy is not playing at all, despite being capable of playing, is ridiculous. If you don't want him on your team, that's fine. Then move him out. If he doesn't want to be there, that's fine. Demand a trade and move out. But this this standoff where nobody gets any it's so stupid. It's stupid and we're, you know, obviously it's a big piece that hasn't fallen yet. So the Philadelphia 76ers are a good team in the East. All right, well, what's going to happen to Ben Simmons? Are they going to make a trade where they're still in the mix? Uh, it doesn't look like Ben Simmons will ever you know, obviously suit up for the Sixers again. You know how much I care about food, but this is one that doesn't really move me okay. in a meaningful way, apparently because of the supply chain, which is to be blamed for every problem in yeah. the world right yeah. now. We could be looking at a chicken tender shortage. Sure. That's okay. As long as I have thighs on the horizon, on the horizon, breasts and rotisseries. Yeah, the tenders. I don't know. I always feel like I'm six. They they taste good. Yeah, I I, like a basket of tenders and fries. Feel like I'm six. That's awesome. It's really good. But here are your chicken fingers, Trav. I just you know like dipping in like good sauce or anything. I don't like them. I feel oddly immature when I get a basket. Well, I think that I get more if you know if it's chicken chicken nuggets and if you get a happy meal. You know if you get like a. And I don't mean I get these chicken nuggets. Look at this race car. <laughs> That's what? It, right? The chicken nuggets are a problem if they're shaped like something. Like <laughs> This is a dinosaur. My youngest child is 16 years old. Uh-huh. Okay. I have two that are older than that. We still buy the box of dino chicken nuggets. There, there's a pterodactyl, there's a brontosaurus, and there's they're a They're fighting over them. <laughs> and, but they're, they they're, taste the same, but I want that one. <laughs> those are the ones they want. Hey, get the uh, chicken dinos. Like, wh- why can't we just get the ones that are round? Why can't we just get the ones that are normal? Those you should feel more of a kid about, not You're, the chicken tenders. Chicken tender, I just can't get there. I, I mean, if you said to me, if you brought in a basket of chicken tenders, I'd tear I know through you would. Yeah, no, nope. I'd never eaten them. Tell you something, but nobody's questioning that. Nobody I has would, ever questioned that. I would never. Hey, um, yeah, give me the chicken tenders. And a, let's and do this: a, Howland Ray's chicken tenders this Thursday. You and me. I owe you an apology. You, you, you took me to a place in my life that I needed to get to. I'm never doing anything like that ever again. Like, I, I, I'm done with the, yeah, I'll give that a shot. I knew You're it was going to be terrible, and I did it anyway just to appease ESPN you. ESPN app or on iTunes. Catch the full You're three fine. hours. Just search the Travis and Sleeva show. By the way, Lakers talk tonight, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. I will take the chicken um, thighs. That's the best part of the chicken. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Mason in Ireland coming up next.